Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome in to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. I'm so, so excited about today's show. This is a show that um, is a little different for us today, but one that I am certain that you all will enjoy. You will be inspired, informed, and probably a little entertained today. As you know, my guest today is Roland Martin. And I know everyone knows who he is, but let me just for the sake of those who may not know everything about him, just indulge me for a moment. (laughs) Roland S. Martin is a nationally award-winning and multifaceted journalist, a nationally syndicated columnist with Keith Creator Syndicate. Mr. Martin is the author of Listening to the Spirit Within, 50 Perspectives on Faith, and Speak Brother, A Black Man's View of America, and the first president Barack Obama's road to the White House, as originally reported by Roland Martin. He is also a commentator for TV One, Cable Network, and managing editor and host of Washington Watch with Martin Roland. And he will be calling in to join in our conversation very shortly. So in the meantime, I'm going to continue to tell you about him. So that way you already know and we can go straight into our conversation. We're going to talk about the one-year anniversary of the uh, Trayvon Martin um, being murdered, allegedly. You know how that goes when he's calling in, so we're going to go ahead and bring him in as we talk about the um, Stand Your Ground trial and um, changes in the law that have happened. All right. Okay, he's going to call back in in just a moment. <laughs> okay, we're you know how this works, right? He calls in and I patch him in and we pray that technology works like it often does. It is so awesome that, um, you know, we can do this. I can do this from my studio or from my home and have an amazing radio program. So we're waiting on Roland to call back in to the number and we will patch him in and go from go from there. So, and I wanted to tell you all some other things about him because he is so amazing. He was named by Ebony Magazine in 2008, 2009, and 2010 as one of the 150 most influential African Americans in the United States. He is the 2009 winner of the NAACP Image Award for Best Interview for In Conversation, the Michelle Obama interview, and he is the 2008 winner of the NAACP Image Award for the Best Interview in Conversations, the Senator Barack Obama interview. Tons of accolades for him, so, oh my goodness, you're going to want to make sure that you continue to listen to um, this radio show, Loretta McNary Live presents Roland S. Martin. The number to call in if you have questions or want to make a comment. Hopefully we'll have time to allow that to happen. The phone number is 347-539-5772. 347-539-5772. 
347-539-5772. We'll get you into Loretta McNary Live presents Roland S. Martin. Today is Thursday, March 7, 2013. So we're also going to talk about, um, you know that Rosa Parks was is the first African-American woman to be honored with a life-size statue at Statuary Hall at the U.S. Capitol building. So we're going to talk about that, too. What does that mean for um, for everyone? Yeah. And also we're going to talk about the Section 5 of the Voting Rights of 1965, what's going on with that, and um, just share a lot of information. And also he has um, on his Facebook post as well what he he does a hashtag for Me Incorporated, and I want to share some of those things that he has um, posted on there because I was um, I was caught off guard by some of you know his posts, and I mean they're very inspirational, um, faith filled, and so he he is a man of many many many. Um, dynamics. <laughs> that, that's what we'll say. We'll, we'll definitely say that. So um, we're just awaiting his call back. And see, the thing is with these interviews, when we have um, the national celebrities to come on, they're also doing other interviews prior to coming on my show. So it takes a little time because it's probably like me. You want to respect the time that they give you, but you also want to just continue it because it is so amazing to hear the different sides of sides of them. So, if you want to call in and, and give me your question now, that'd be great too. Three four seven five three nine five seven seven two. We'll get you into Loretta McNary Live, the radio show, and um, Roland has a really awesome. Website and it is RolandSMartin.com. You can go and see a lot of his uh, clips from Washington Watch, from the CNN segments that he does. You can also hear audio from the Tom Jordan Morning Show that Roland does um, on the Tom Jordan Morning Show. So let's see what else I can tell you about. Oh, I don't want to steal the thunder. <laughs> I really want him to to be able to say um, what, you know, what he wants to say, but just stay with us. He will be calling in. I am assured that he will. So just <clears throat> continue to listen to the show. And you can um, Facebook me on my inbox or questions or um I'm not going to be able to do the Twitter, the Twitter thing with you guys. So um, you can try that. They, that may work. That may work. I, I'll try to do all that and talk and interview too. I do have my um, web extraordinaire person that's listening, so she'll be able to get me some of those tweets in if you want to do the Twitter um, thing. So do that. But why don't I play some music while we wait on him to call? All right, this is one of my um, favorite new artists, Rising Star, and her name is um, Treya Lee. So I'm going to play a song by Treya Lee, and it's called Stay featuring Philip Young. I've played it many times and always get great feedback, so here's your chance to hear it too. i 
Trayvon Martin because, um, like, a lot of people have already texted me and got me on Facebook and Twitter, and, and we're just really thankful that the momentum has kept going and that we're still actually talking about having conversations and that things are changing. Can you give us an update on everything from the Sandy well, Brown trial? Okay, you ready? Yes, go. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was supposed to be a um, a hearing uh, in, uh, next month uh, dealing with um, the Stand Your Ground uh, law, and uh, George Zimmerman's lawyers uh, decided um, to waive that hearing, and so we're moving forward with the trial beginning June 10th. Uh, his folks are trying to make the argument, his attorneys, trying to spin this thing by saying, well, we did not want to. Uh, we, we, we don't see any need for it. But the fact of the matter is uh, they they knew they were likely going to lose that particular case, uh, that particular um, uh, decision, and they also would have had to lay out a significant part of their case in the Stand Your Ground um, hearing, and so uh, that would have jeopardized. So if the judge ruled against them, that would have clearly jeopardized them when it came to trial. So they, they decided to go ahead and weigh that hearing so we are moving forward to having the trial begin on June 10th uh, in this particular case. And so that, that's what we're, exactly where we stand now. Okay. Wonderful news. Wonderful news. How are his parents? Um, I know they've been doing a lot of red carpets and being in some really um, key places to keep the momentum going. And, and I love how someone said they've gone from um, just totally using the grief process um, for their own, you know, to get through it. And now they're using that as a, a, a way to keep it everything alive and going and to help other parents who may experience, has already experienced this or will experience it. And I like what um, the attorney said, too, about how he has also taken a bigger role in these kinds of cases. Do you think well, that the yeah, media... Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can spend all of your time just, um, just continuing to grieve or you can become an advocate, and so you're actually seeing that, and so you're seeing uh, you're seeing an advocate take place all across the board in the case of uh, Sabrina Fulton as well as uh, Tracy Martin, uh, and because they don't want any other families to have to go through this as well, and so uh, that's one of the things that you're seeing, and that's exactly what has to happen. And so, um, and so you know they are you they are utilizing that bully pulpit. Uh, to make clear that uh, that their that their uh, son uh, is not going to be uh, ignored, uh, it's not going to be left out, it's not going to be um, uh, sort of just drift away, and that's exactly how you uh, have to do it. Okay, in your opinion, what have you seen that is so key in this um, in the publicity and and what they're doing? As in cases past, that they, you know, how we got excited, we were all angry, we were all feeling the grief, and we just wanted something to happen. But a few months down the line, then we almost just totally forgot about what we were so angry about before. What is key to keeping this in the public eye and to making things happen? What do you think is some of the well, key I think first, um, ingredients? I think first and foremost, I think first and foremost, uh, I, I think what you have to constantly do. Is 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 recognize that that you have to stay on edge. You have to stay out there. You have to utilize all that's available. Social media plays a critical role in this here because um, what is important is 
for you to uh, keep people going because one of the reasons why these things um, had sort of just died in the past uh, is because, again, you didn't have the mechanism to keep it alive. Keep in mind, it was social media that drove this case from the beginning. It was social media that really wrapped things up and kept it going, uh, and then and that that's, that that and that has continued to be the case. And that, to me, I think, uh, is the difference as well. Is that you have the mechanism, you have the mechanism out there um, uh, that uh, that that you're using, and so they're doing a masterful job at maximizing uh, social media to do all this, and that's exactly what you have to do. Okay, so I want to kind of switch um, switch over to the Rosa Parks being honored with the life size statue, and I saw um, your documentary on it. Well, your you know the Washington Watch, and you talked about that, and I like what Miss um, Maxine Waters said that when she referred to that statue and uh, Rosa Parks' tenacity and her staying power and talking about the Section 5 of the Voting Rights of 1965, how she said, we're using her as our standard. We're not going to back down on this. What are your feelings on that? Well, I think that um, it was important for her to make that case because uh, Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act is what gives it teeth because it gives the um, Department of Justice oversight in terms of having to pre-clear any changes. And so Africa, we saw what happened in 2012. Republicans across the country began to really push forward these um, onerous voter suppression laws. Uh, African Americans fought back. African Americans stood up to clear that we are not going to be silent um, when these things happen. And you saw the result of the increase in voter turnout in critical places. And I think people, again, um, lose sight of that. And so uh, what we have to do. do do those, not wait until something happens, but constantly be, be vigilant, constantly be fighting and be aggressive uh, in combating these things. That really is what our responsibility is. Definitely. Are you finding that social media holds us more accountable and keeps us uh, accountable and responsible for the things that are happening within not only the African-American community but in the world at large? Or is it more of a takeover? I won't say accountable. I think what it does is, though, it's it's the rallying cry. Because, remember, when it comes to information, it it, it has always been about about waiting for somebody else to cover it. Whereas this time we're in a situation where social media means we don't have to wait. We don't have to sit here uh, and wait for CNN to talk about it or MSNBC or Fox or ABC or CBS or NBC. Uh, it is a platform that we can actually do it ourselves. That 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 really is exactly how um, how social media plays a critical role. It's a rallying cry because you are you're giving information to the consumer directly for them to be able to then take um, take some action. Okay, so um, do you think that it takes away our saying, well, nobody will do it for me or I don't know how to reach these people? Yes. Does it take some of our excuses away? Yeah, it does, of course. You can't just keep sitting here uh, and just, you know, throwing some crap out there. I mean, no, no, you've got to step up and make it happen. 
going to step up and make it happen. Okay, I kind of want to just um, tone it down just a little because I I have been researching you ever since they said that I could have the interview. And I've noticed one thing that I have never thought about or connected you with, and that's you have this faith side of you and you have inspiration. And your show just, you know, they it's, so, it's political sometimes and it's, Hard to understand if you're not keeping up with the political process piece. But you have said you made a quote and you said too many people get trapped into thinking they can't do more. Never let a job limit you. God gave you the skills, use them. And the hashtag is me Inc. So, how do you find time to do that? At all the other things that you're covering, and to to then come back down to the solidarity of personal things like this. You mean how? Well. How do I find time to to express a, a faith perspective? Is that what you mean? Yes, uh, definitely. Well, well, it, it well, it's not really a question of finding time. I mean, it, it's there's some people who look at their faith as a part of who they are, uh, and then there are others like myself who view their faith as the essence of who they are, and that mm-hmm. is uh, that is decisions that you make really uh, as it relates to faith. Uh, it, it, those are everyday, every moment decisions, and and so for me, it's reminding people, uh, frankly, of really in this case, in this case, what what really is important, um, and and getting them to understand that, uh, that, that that you can't lose sight and just get so stuck on well, it's about me, it's about me, when in fact it's not just about you. And that and that's one of the things that one of the things and so it has always been uh, a part of who I am and something that I've always focused on. I'm not I haven't been shy about uh getting people to understand that uh that matters. Uh it matters uh our our spirituality matters and there is a clear connection between our spirituality, between our jobs, between how we live our lives, uh and it's and you just don't you just sit it on the shelf and pick it up when you want to. Oh, that is so And that's what I tell people, too. It's not something that I turn on and off. It's who I am. It is who I am. So you've been able to to do a lot of things, Roland, and to be out front for many years, and, and some people may even say overnight, but you've been doing this a while. So do you remember your first oh, yeah. um, gig you ever did <laughs> on a national level? Well, it, keep in mind, when you say on a national level, um, I mean, it, it depends upon what you want to call that. I mean, when I was in, um, when I was, um, <clears throat> when I was um, at the Austin American Statesman, you know, I covered I, I covered the Republican National Convention back in the year 2000. That was excuse me, 2000. Uh, covered the Republican National Convention back in 1992. I mean, that's a national story. When I was in Austin, 1993, uh, we were part of. A part of the team to cover the um, the the, the uh, Branch Davidian standoff, uh, uh, the, the conclusion of it. That was a huge national story. Uh, a year later, I was on the team that covered the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building and blew up in Oklahoma City. Again, another national story. Uh, I would say, you know, I would say this, uh, a story that led to that really went national and and, and sort of generated attention for me. Was when I broke the Michael Irvin drug story uh, that just went bonkers all over America. We covered that trial, and then you had, of course, the, 
the, the, the police officers trying to hide Hitman, Kill Urban, all this stuff like that. And so, you know, I was all over the place for that one. So, so it goes back to even those days, covering those national stories and having a role there. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, look, you talk about 1992, 1993, a lot of people, yeah, it's not, it, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it doesn't happen where you all of a sudden pop up. I mean, you know, I've been putting time in for 20 plus years uh, to build up a resume uh, that is that that is a credible one. And I think a lot of people today have been so focused on. I mean, you got young folks who just want to jump out there and think that oh, I can just write something in national television. Yeah, but you have, but you got to have the chops to sustain yourself. Yourself. You got to you got to have the ability not just to be on TV for 15 minutes, but you got to have the ability. Be able to say, uh, to back that up and say, you know, uh, I've been doing a lot longer than that. So, to me, um, the longevity, the credibility is key. Okay, so you uh, apparently, if you would you call it reinventing yourself? So, would that no, term kind of fit into no, what you it, do, it, or not, no? It's, it's, it's not reinventing yourself. It, it's all a part of who you are. We all go okay. through life. We all go through life, you know, in these steps. You can say when you're writing a book, there are chapters. Uh, and so it, 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 you're constantly moving. You're constantly evolving. I and mean, that's what you're doing. And so that's really what it boils down to. Okay. So what's next for you? You're doing CNN, TV One, Tom Join the Morning Show. You have Rolling Martin Reports, which people can um, go online and receive and subscribe to. You have the Ties and the Ascot. So, my goodness, what what would you like to do next? Well, there are more things. Clearly, I'm moving for I, I, I want a five-day-a-week show. That's something that we're working on right now. Uh, okay. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce that very soon. Um, clearly, um, uh, getting back into uh, having my own show in terms of radio, uh, also developing other projects. You're talking about documentaries, things along those lines. There's a whole lot of different stuff uh, that I'm doing, and it also is not just, you know, it's not just being doing one thing, being one thing. You know, I look at, you know, sure, uh, you know, CNN. My contract with CNN is up April 6th. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens after that. Uh, but you know, I'm not wedded to one place, and what I mean by that is. You know, if the opportunity ends, you know, you keep it moving. Uh, and so, so you know, my whole being is not based upon, oh, this is this one place that you're at. It, it really goes beyond that. You think, you know, you have to diversify uh, career. That's why when I was talking about the notion of me, Inc., you are your own corporation. Uh, that is, you're your greatest shareholder. And so your job is to create multiple revenue, revenue streams, multiple partners, and a constant partners. And that's what, for me, it's always been about. Uh, and, and, and again, you're constantly building. You're constantly, <clears throat> you're constantly uh, trying to make it happen uh, because it's not just again uh, having one person dictate. This is who you are. It goes way beyond that. Way beyond that. Um, I have a couple more minutes in this interview. I hope, and I want to talk about how do we sorry, encourage more people to get involved. What did you say? I'm sorry. Sorry, let it, oh, can we, uh, we have, Roland has another interview. Can we wrap this one? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. My last question was how do we get more people involved in this in our communities to help our kids because I feel like we dropped the ball. But I just want to thank him for the time that I did have today. It was um, meaningful, and I know my listeners uh, really appreciate the time. So thank you so much, um, Mr. Roland Martin. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. Take care, bye. 
All right, just before we close out this segment of Loretta McNary Live Presents, I just want to thank everybody so much for listening. I'm sorry I couldn't get to your calls. I knew the show kind of started late and we weren't going to get um, the 15 minutes, but what we got was good. I hope you were inspired, encouraged, informed, too. And I will see you around 11 a.m. Central Standard Time for another very awe-inspiring interview with Kendra um, Gibbs, since you'll be here with us talking about empowerment and leadership. So don't go anywhere. I'll send out the post. And thank you all so much for listening to Loretta McNary Live.